And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Yes, it's another edition of Tell Al Tuesday, and on today's show, I have Cheryl Nita and Shannon. They're from the great state of Georgia, and they're going to share some insight with you that you need to hear. Now, the interesting thing about them is that they owned real estate before they became members of Lifestyles Unlimited. So actually, they and I we have the same thing in common. I actually owned real estate before I became a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. And if you're a frequent listener to the show, you know what a disaster that was. Now, I'm not saying they had a disaster with their real estate, but there was something that caused them to seek out additional assistance. So put that in the back of your mind. Understand that even though they owned real estate, they felt that they could do better and they felt that Lifestyles Unlimited could help them do that. The other thing I want to share with you is that Shannon... He paints aircraft for a living. He works for a major defense contractor. Maybe we'll get into some of that stuff. And Cheryl Nita, well, she's a business systems analyst supporting HR software for a packing company. That doesn't sound super exciting, but it doesn't really matter because here's the thing I want to share with you. The both of them, by doing what we taught them how to do at Lifestyles Unlimited, the both of them are real estate retired. That means if they decide to wake up tomorrow and not go to work, it's not a problem. They don't need the income from their jobs because they receive enough income from their passive investments in real estate, yet they still continue to work. So we're going to ask them about that. So with no further ado, let me bring Cheryl Nita and Shannon onto the show. How are you guys today? Welcome to the show, by the way. How y'all doing? We're doing good. How about yourself? Man, I'm, I'm just excited to talk to you. It's, it's, always, it's always cool for me to talk to somebody who kind of started real estate the way I did. And, and maybe you had the same disastrous result I had. And maybe you didn't. But why don't we just get into that? Didn't, didn't you guys own real estate way back in the day? Go ahead, baby. You can start. Okay. Yes, we did. Um, we started, we purchased our first property back in 2004 and kind of went out in some different areas, looked at some network marketing companies, did a little network marketing, and eventually came back to real estate in uh, 2011. Uh, doing Between 2011 and 2016, bought some more properties, and then start wanting to figure out how could we expand and multiply that and possibly get into some multifamily opportunities. I think that's really interesting because at, at one point in your life, I'm, I'm going to go all the way back to 2004, if I may, you probably realized that maybe what you were doing for retirement wasn't working. And I think that might have been the reason you started exploring real estate. Am I onto something here? You are onto something. Yeah. So yes. what, what exactly was going on? Well, for me, I started out in the automotive industry, and during that time, we were having some, you know, the economy wasn't doing good. People weren't getting their cars fixed and painted, and so, you know, we wasn't making anything, and Sharon Nita was actually in between jobs because, like I say, the market just wasn't there. And so, you know, we were like, we, we have to do something different, and so we, we actually started, met a friend at church, and she told us about real estate. 
And um, that's how we actually bought our first house, even though we knew that one house wasn't going to change anything. But we were just looking for other options besides the jobs because they wasn't doing anything for us at the time. No way. So when you guys bought that first property, did, did you go to somebody and learn how to buy real estate or did you just take the plunge and jump in? No, just met a friend at church who was a real estate agent, and they was actually telling us they had a few properties, and they were just telling us about it. And um, she just one day we got in the car with her, and we just went riding and and looking for properties until we found the one that we we liked at the time. So you guys wound up buying it, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. So do you recall, what did that property do for you? I mean, were you aware of equity capture back in those days? Were you aware of the cash flow? What exactly caused you to buy that property? What did it do for you? I'm not sure I need to talk about it. Go ahead. Okay. At that point, uh, Al, it really wasn't doing much. We were very fortunate uh, with that first property that our first tenant was just a very good, responsible, reliable tenant. And we had reliable in- income coming in to make sure the mortgage was paid. Um, we would put the profits up, and that's the only thing we were doing with it. We really didn't even understand equity capture and the appreciated value. We knew we had a rental house, and we were doing something to do something different outside of just going to work <laughs> every day, to be honest. I think it, it went vacant uh, at least three to four months, at least. It may have been a little longer than that. I can't recall specifically, but it was at a time where we really needed it to be occupied. So that was an additional income that was coming out of pocket um, to support the mortgage. Now, most people, most people that endured what you just endured with single family assets would have would have like thrown in the towel, held up their hands and said, that's it. I'm done. I'm out. I quit. But you guys didn't quit. How come you didn't quit? Well, the first thing I would say is long-term, we knew real estate was a good option. Uh, Second thing, I most definitely believe in delayed gratification, and we had savings to carry us through that point where we could take care of our necessities, you know, take care of our home front, and still be able to take care of the mortgage on the rental property uh, until it was occupied again. But it was rough. It wasn't easy. I had to end up going out of the country to get work. I would fly back and forth to uh, Edmonton, Canada to work weekly. And that was the first time we had been separated since we had been married. So it was even harder. And that was just to have income coming in. Was was that time period putting a strain on your marriage? I mean, because of the fact you guys had to be separated from each other and there's financial trouble, was it was it impacting you? No, not no. at all. No, I think what it made us realize when we come back in to be more steadfast and strategic about what we wanted to do. Um, I have always like traditionally been a saver, so I always made, know to keep some reserves on the side, but this multiplied that about most definitely, okay, what are our next steps as <laughs> we, we get through this hurdle? And, and go ahead, Shannon. No, and I was just saying it actually made our relationship even stronger and better as well. You know that that we know that we can make it through tough times, no matter how hard things may be. Even while she was out traveling, you know, it, it, it was it was just for me. It was just when I knew she was coming home. It was just it, it made it made my week 
to know she's coming back home. So, man, you guys are in love. I think that is so cool. That is so cool. And and I think it's a testament to who you are as people, too, because you didn't let adversity take you down. You just dealt with the adversity and kicked it in the pants. And what I find very interesting is that even though you explored other avenues to try and invest, you did come back to real estate and you did start buying real estate again. What was it, 2011? Is that what you guys told me? Yeah. So what, what kind of real estate did you did you buy in 2011? Well... The hurdle that pulled on us in 2008, 7, 8, and 9 was what set us up for opportunity come 2011 because that is when the prices had went down so low, we start just buying single families. And that, that single family, that second single family we bought was not too far from that first single family. And it was a, a prime opportunity because we were able to get uh, single-family homes between, honestly, twenty-five and $55,000. So you were getting deep discounts on property, and you were taking advantage of the marketplace, correct? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So how many, how many properties did you acquire in that time period? In that time period, two, four, Six. We ended up getting six properties, and with that six, it was actually seven. We sold one and did a 1031 into two duplexes. But the only thing we look back at now is, oh, what if we would have known lifestyles and been introduced to lifestyles back then when, you know, we were really in a space where we could run. Yeah, no we, kidding. I was thinking the same thing. And, and, and here's here's the question I have. How did you find out about Lifestyles Unlimited? I mean, you guys live in Georgia. Lifestyles Unlimited is based in Texas. How did you stumble across Lifestyles Unlimited? It, it was back in uh, 2016. Stuck was coming from work one day trying to find Dave Ramsey on the radio to get me past 285 and downtown Atlanta traffic and happened up on Dale. And I believe he was interviewing John Pryor on that that radio show. And I could not get his name. I I, I couldn't get it It was Wamsley. I could not get Wamsley correct for anything in me. We could have have a really good time right now. We could just butcher his name, and and he wouldn't be able to do anything about it. But let's get back to your story instead. (laughs) And I could not get his name right, so I immediately called Shannon, who usually knows anybody with personal development kind of real estate. I I could go to him and say, have you heard of this guy? They're doing a radio show, show, and it it sounds just like what we're looking for because we were interested in, okay, stepping away just from single family and looking into multifamily. And within two days, he had figured out exactly who Dale was and what our next steps would be. So did you guys sign up just based off the radio show? Did you go to one of our free workshops? How, how did you introduce yourself to Lifestyles Unlimited? Yeah, so when, when she told me about them, I started looking them up and come to find out when we found them, you know, their Wamsley Lifestyle came up and we seen that they was having a one day and it was in December 2018, like on the right at the close to the end of the year. And so I'm like, we're we going to go to this one day. And she's like, okay, let's go. Because one day was free at the time. And uh, we did the one day. And when we got there, I listened to the so I like this. And they started talking about, you know, joining as a, um, not a preferred, but a um, FFP. 
Um, and I'm like, I'm finna join up. We finna join this group. And then we end up the next following week when we joined, we did the two day. And so we went to the two day and just, just fell in love with what we was hearing. So Shannon's falling in love, and he's falling in love with something else than Cheryl Nita. But it's real estate, and it's the education that Lifestyles Unlimited provides. When we come back from the break, we're going to dig back into the details. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Want to continue the conversation inside the community? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook. Stay up to date on upcoming events, market trends, member stories, featured podcasts, real estate wisdom, and more. You can even join us a couple of times a month as we go live with our case study events right on Facebook from the comfort of your home. Get online and get in the know. Turn listening on the radio into participating in the community. Like and follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon. I'm joined by Cheryl Nita and Shannon based out of Atlanta. And together we are working on your financial freedom. So let me let me do this, guys. I want to get into this this part of the conversation because I think it's very important for our audience to understand. You were real estate investors before coming to Lifestyles Unlimited. You you were able to take advantage. Well, I mean, let's let's just say what it was. You, you bought one piece of real estate about twenty years ago. had had a had an okay result with it. You went through the uh, the downfall of two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Everybody went through that. You you experienced uh, a bad experience with your real estate, but you didn't give up on the real estate. You eventually got it rented. And then you started looking at other things because you were, you weren't convinced that you would be able to retire. So you looked at things like multi-level marketing and and other things, but you rejected all of those things. And then you circled back to real estate in 2011, you took advantage of what the market was offering you, which was very discounted assets. So you started buying assets up and based on my notes, I think you had something like what? Five single-family houses and a pair of duplexes? Am I, am I close? You have it. That's correct. Now, were you able to retire off the income that came from those assets? No, not at that time. Not at that time. So you still needed more assets? Yes. Okay. Yes. So in 2018, you discovered Lifestyles Unlimited, and you, you came to us, I'm assuming, for the education. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that there, there's something that we conveyed to you that indicated to you that we could help you with whatever you felt you needed help with. Is that accurate or even fair to say? Absolutely. That is fair to say. Okay. So what is it we provided to you that you couldn't get out in the rest of the world? And I would say um, with the single family homes and a point of clarification, we probably could have retired, but living and I don't don't think we live an extreme lifestyle, but doing what we wanted to be able to do or kind of splurge, we both decided to work. If we would have streamlined our lifestyles, we most definitely probably could have retired off those uh, nine doors at that point. But we were interested in acquiring more. Uh, that's why we continued to work. And we wanted to start looking at multifamily opportunities. 
and no one could supply us that information. We could not get assistance or anyone who could guide us in any way. So by the time we heard the, the radio show and what Lifestyles were doing, I said, hey, it's something out there that actually can educate us on what, what we're really trying to do for our next steps. So, Shannon, did did you have the same feeling? It, it was this, this concept that we could explain the entire multifamily market to you and, and also let you know that you could buy those assets yourself? Oh, yeah. That that was the whole purpose, especially um, once we did the two-day and heard that they were having the expo. And um, when we went to the expo, we actually did the bus trip for our first time. And when we got on the bus and just to see the different properties that we went and um, we had JB as the um, the presenter on the bus, and how he was just explaining everything, and we was like, "This is definitely what we was looking for." And um, when we got back to the home office, what which was very impressive, you know, getting off the bus, you know, meeting all the people, then coming back to the home office to just get even more experience and. I said, this is it. This is what we've been looking for all our life. This is what we've been looking for. And it was a no-brainer. It, it, we joined immediately as preferred, you know. So, it, 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 like I say, it was a blessing, in this, you know, and, and we love it. So at, at one of our expo events, we completely transitioned your mind away from single family into multifamily. And, and you did great i mean you've been doing great i i'm not I, it sounds like i'm saying you're done i don't think you guys are done i mean i'm looking at a list of properties that you're invested in and if i've got the list correct you're, you're currently in 12 active apartment communities and, and you've been in two other apartment communities do you guys still have that single family stuff is it still in your portfolio yes it is okay yes, it so, is, yes. So you still have the single-family assets, you still have the passive assets, but now you're looking to buy your own apartment community that just the two of you will own. Is that Do, do I have the strategy correct? Yes. Okay. What are you doing to prepare to buy your first apartment building? First and foremost with uh, preparation is making sure we have the funds to set aside to uh, purchase because the monetary requirement would be greater than if we were just um, contributing to a passive. So the funds, um, preparing for the financing, the documentation to get the loan, and also anal- uh, doing the analysis on the deals that are out there. We are looking at deals we may have looked at two years ago uh, that we thought were overpriced and did not understand how they felt their projected rents would support uh, the loan amount and the expenses that would carry those carry those properties. Because, uh, as you mentioned, those may be some of the same deals that are coming back up <clears throat> um, with the change of market. So, just preparation, most definitely the financing, uh, the monetary requirement, because it would be more than just contributing to a passive and just being educated about what is going on in the market to look for the best opportunity for us. Okay, so let me recap what you said because it's very important to you to understand what Cheryl Nita just said. Number one, she is educating herself on a lot of different things. She's educating herself on the process. She's educating herself on the markets. She's doing market research. She's getting her head into the game. 
That is step number one. Step number two, she flat out told you she's building her team. She's working with different lenders, finding out what they can provide her. Because remember, she has to shop for her loan unless she chooses to use a loan broker. Are you guys using a loan broker or are you shopping it yourself? Uh, We're shopping and we also use our contacts and vendors that are lifestyle preferred vendors. Okay, so you've you've got you've got your tentacles out in all directions, and you're looking for mass input, and I think that is brilliant. I really do because when you get all that that data back, you can analyze that data apples to apples, and you can figure out and fine tune exactly who you should be working with. Correct? Yes. Yes. So how how difficult is it to do what you're doing now? Is it is it like something that you wake up in the morning and go, oh, I have to research real estate. This is going to be a terrible day. Or do you wake up and go, sweet, I'm awake. Let's bypass the coffee because I know you guys don't drink coffee. And let's just go right into the research. The research is exciting. This would be uh, the, the greatest opportunity for one of us to be off our job so we could focus more time into it, which is now it gets to the point of, okay, are we going to make this decision sooner than later so we can put more of our focus on that? But the research is, is exciting. Uh, having the time dedicated, real estate is what makes our heart beat faster. Um, we know the opportunities that it brings to us, the, the opportunities it can bring for our family, whoever we decide to leave our nest egg to because we don't have kids. So it wakes us up in the morning, getting our hearts racing, thinking about what we can do with real estate. Now, are you in contact with your multifamily mentor as you're going through this process? Oh, most definitely. So every time we seriously get to one that we're really interested in or going to the next step, we always schedule that appointment with our mentor. And she always brings up things we hadn't thought about or did you look at this and make sure we're educated on every avenue. And since oh, she's experienced- you're working with Nicole, aren't you? read my mind because <laughs> I, I, I just I, I know her and I, I know the way she operates and she's very very matter of fact and she's very very deliberate and, and when you started describing her I said it's got to be Nicole it can't be anybody else <laughs> That's exactly it is Nicole <laughs> awesome awesome so so for, for the audience because we probably just lost you guys Nicole is one of our multifamily mentors. She, she works at, on the what we call the national level, and she supports our members that are looking to buy multifamily properties anywhere across the nation. The neat thing about Nicole is that she has an incredible business background, and she also has an incredible business background owning and operating her own real estate. And she takes pride in helping people like me and you guys um, advance what we're trying to accomplish. So I, I think that's that's a huge combat multiplier for you guys to have Nicole basically on speed dial. So if there's something that just isn't making sense, you've got you've got a brilliant mind that you can run it past. Absolutely. And most definitely emphasizing that brilliant mind. It's to the point I try and take notes and make sure I have everything lined up because certain things she's going to come to you right off the back. And I, it's I'm in the point where I think I got everything covered. She may ask me, and she always gives me something else to learn. Or when we're on the phone, did you all consider this? But what about this? So 
she, she's wonderful. Nicole is absolutely wonderful, both her and her husband. Yeah, she tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, huh? Yes, she does. <laughs> and with that being said, we've walked away from a lot of things just from after going through those sessions with Nicole, going back and doing additional analysis after talking to her and saying, okay, this is not the right one for us. Let's move on to the next option. So how many properties have you guys actually looked at and considered buying? Uh, early on, before we really got heads down into the passes, uh, we had looked at five or six. Now I'm ramping back up. I hadn't touched base with Nicole on anything we were serious about, say, within the last six months. But now I'm prepping as we're expecting this market to turn and just watching those numbers and then stuff hit the market to go back at it with her. So I've, I've got a question about time because I know people listening to us are concerned about the amount of time you're putting into this. How much time does it take you to analyze an apartment community and know whether or not you want to look further into it or you want to reject it? If it's something that I found initially on my own, say it wasn't provided to me by a broker or an agent through lifestyle. It may take me a little longer because I don't have the rent rolls and I may have to reach out to them to say, hey, can I get the rent rolls, you know, the expense reports and all that. But usually once I have all the information, it may only take two, two and a half hours. I know some people are the experts that can do it on the, the back of the napkin, but I, if it's local, I'm, I'm searching the tax records. I'm trying to see how many evictions they've had through the local county records for that particular property, so I start getting a, a little OCD about certain things, so it may take me a little longer. Okay, so two and a half hours isn't a great amount of time, and, and let, me, let me point out to the audience, you're still working a full-time job, you still have responsibilities at home, you're still able to balance all of this stuff. I mean, it's not like you're losing sleep over this real estate stuff, are you? Oh, no, not at all. No, no. And I, and I think we also need to point out the audience that you guys are actually real estate retired, that you both, what that means is the both of you could leave your jobs right now. You get downsized tomorrow and it wouldn't affect you monetarily because there's enough money coming in from your investments that you don't have to go back to work. Is that a fair statement? That is absolutely true. Yes. Yep. So you guys have 100% control over your life, and your employers don't know it, but you actually have control over them. They think they have control over you, but they don't know that you guys are holding the Trump card. And, and Al, I think that is one of the greatest satisfactions. If I could say anything about real estate at all, that is one of the greatest satisfactions. And as we mentioned earlier, you know, from past experience being where – both of us were in a position where, you know, Shannon mentioned he was dependent on the commissions, and I was downsized twice between two different companies within a nine-month time frame. So that is probably one of the greatest accomplishments I can say real estate has provided us. How's your net worth doing since joining Lifestyles? Is it doubled, tripled? Any idea? I would say it tripled. Tripled. It has most definitely tripled. Uh, the returns we've had from the sales, um, the refinance, and the opportunity to get into more deals and the value that have grown from those passes, the run-up in the real estate 
prices with the market for even our single families and the increase in rents we've had because as most of our properties, single family property properties, we purchased between 2004 and the last one single family we did in 2019 and the market has just changed so drastically since that time, you know, it, it, it has placed us in a great position. I think it's just beautiful that almost five years ago, you guys took a chance on lifestyles unlimited. You walked in through the doors, not expecting to hear what you heard, but you heard it. You took action and look at you now. It's, the American dream. I want to thank you guys for being on the show. I know you've got other things you could do, but I'm glad you spent the last hour with us. And if you want to do what they're doing, you want to do what I'm doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.